The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. Hi, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. And you listen to WBCA 102.9. Again, listen to WBCA 102.9. Again, I'm Larry Higgins. I'm your host. Name this program is from, from the Trenches, baby. Observation of Trenches from the Trenches. As you know, I am a clinician with the Osiris Group, the founder. And we've been doing mental health, mental health services for the last two decades. We go in folks' home. Let's see how folks are faring. Let's see how policies don't hire, how it affects people, especially our people. Again, I don't disparage anybody. I'm not against any group. But my focus has been on American born blacks or ADOs as I identify, identify as, as American descendants of slaves, because we have become now a permanent underclass. That's right. All the research shows by economists that A, our group will be worthless, worthless, not worthless, by 2053. So I focus on our group to really say it's time for us to take a different approach. It's time for us to be real with ourselves because no one's coming to save us. We don't save ourselves, right? We got nothing to pass down to the next generation. And our biggest, biggest, biggest deficit, we had no inheritance. No inheritance gets started in life. So if we keep on the same track. Many of our folks who are already behind will stay further behind. So my focus is on my group, American Blacks or Americans or Adels, as I identify as, which stands for American Central Slaves. Again, I disparage no group. I'm not against folks from the Caribbean, North America. I'm not against Asian, white people, right? Spanish, nobody. But my focus is on my group because why? Our legitimate grievance has been totally removed from the board. So I focus on my group. So today's my topic is going to be real simple. It's speak your mind, Wednesday. What's on my mind? So I'm going to speak what's on my mind. There are many topics that I want to cover on this hour. And again, I put out a different perspective. You might agree, you might not. But it gives you something to think about compared to what we've been taught what we've been shown. And I contend that what we have been shown and taught does not work. It's not working. That's why we now, as far as I'm concerned, on the bottom. Every leading category that measures the quality of life, we are dead last. Wealth last. Income last. Education last. Housing last. Mental health last. You name it. Anything that measures the quality of life, our community, my community, my group is dead last. So again, if we stay on the same track, you get the same results. So I'm just saying to us, it's time to be honest with ourselves. This is a white man's country. Here's what it is. They own all the wealth and control all the resources. That's just, just a fact. And let's just get mad about it, upset about it. It's just a fact. It is what it is. Okay. That being the case, how do we navigate this here terrain, given the relationship and the history that is built on, right, 247 years of slavery, 100 years of Jim Crow, there's 347 years, right, of being left out, locked out. How do you navigate this here and have a productive life given that society is based on capitalism? I said many times there's two important components. There's, there's, there's capital and there's labor. Well, the white least made sure that my community would be locked out of acquiring wealth because we're here when America is what I call up and coming. 
Up and coming, this was a barren, undeveloped land. We was here, but we was locked out of, of those opportunities. The only other thing is labor. Your labor is critical. It's the only thing that you control. So if you don't have high income essential skills, you're not going to do well in, in, in this in society based on capitalism. Goodbye. Your skills are not valued. A job paying you 10, 15 bucks an hour is not going to cut it. You're not going to get the kind of lifestyle you want. So you must you must upgrade your skills, and I don't mean just going to college. It includes it include can, can include uh, technical as well as vocational skills. Those are some skills will pay you one, two, or three, six figures, and in many cases you can start your own company if you so desire. So again, I don't disparage any group, not against any group, but I want to be very clear who's my focus and in, in, in interest on my group. Because nobody's speaking to our group specifically. It's about everybody, all at-risk people, all minorities. No, 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 no. You've got to be very specific, very specific. Who are you targeting your service towards, your program towards? And I contend that we hurt ourselves by trying to be the savior of all so-called oppressed people. And keep in mind, neighbor, these individuals came here. They came here on their own. Many came destitute. Many came broke. Many came with no resources. America, in my humble opinion, owes them nothing. Nothing. Right now, all these immigrants, right, I don't have any issue against immigrants, legal or otherwise, are being fed, housed, clothed, given jobs, all right, schooled, the whole nine yard. If you dropped out 20 million black Americans in any country right now, right, you would be discarded. You'd be on the bottom. So again, we are being further oppressed. We have been further pushed to the bottom because now everybody, right, is being taken care of but the folks who build America, who create the wealth for this country to be with the leader of the world. Us. Adolf, American born blacks. So I can change this time for us to worry about ourselves, think about ourselves, disparaging nobody, against nobody, but focus on us. We now are a permanent underclass in a country that A, we built into the wealthiest country in the world, we now are wealthless. It is what it is. It is what it is. So if you're not into acquiring high-income skills and teaching your children to do likewise, to me, you're foolish, bottom line. And when you think about us, right, we are given the most to this country, gotten the least. We're fought in every war she ever had, gotten the least. We're the most loyal and devoted of all the groups here, got nothing. We fought for independence, only to be re-enslaved. So in my opinion, right, if we don't think about ourselves finally, we are foolish. It's my opinion. You might differ, but it is what it is. This is a white man's country. I got a problem with saying that. It is what it is. They own all the wealth and control all the resources. That being said, your skills are critical to the lifestyle that you're going to live, that you're going to live, that you're going to live. Serious. Let me speak about something that's on my mind. I saw President Biden, all right, with the struggle of pain, he allowed 475,000 Venezuelan people, right, to become, they uh, acquired, P, uh, what, temporary protection status, meaning they now are citizens. That's right, 475,000 of them, citizens. Struggle of pain. That means they can work, go to school, get all kinds of benefits, because now they are citizens. Where do these folks end up? 
And then I'll tell you, in the hood with you. They're not going out there to Sharon, Canton, Newton, Brookline, okay, Concord. No, they're not dropping off there. You go to any, any ghetto in America, you see all these folks all over the hemisphere. Where did they go? Into the hood with you. Further, right, the pressing and pushing you down. Because why? Employers would rather have to hire them because why? Cheap labor. Cheap labor. So, but you're not fighting back. You're not saying, no, 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 no. We don't want that. We're not against anybody. If you're going to take care of them, let's take care of them in their own homeland. I will contribute to any caravan going down through the south side of the border. Food, medicine, you name it. But don't bring them here. Don't bring them here. So 475,000 Venezuelans are now, what, granted temporary citizen. You know they're permanent. And let's be honest now. You don't know, right, where they're going to be dropped off at. If you're in Boston, walk around Roxbury, Dorset, and Mattapan, right? You see them out there. You see them from all over the world right now. And matter of fact, the folks on the Cape got so mad, right, they protesting they've been dropped off down there. They don't want them down there. But where can you drop them with no fanfare, no pushback? In the hood with you. Because why? Your politicians are not fighting on your behalf. They're not saying these two questions. At whose expense, these folks, all right? Who's it going to hurt? Come on now. They don't say anything that remotely that might let folks know it's not going to benefit us. It's not going to benefit us. Your school's already what's subpar. And you're bringing in kids, right? Can't speak a lick of English, right? You know that, all right? What it does, it creates a working our environment for folks who speak a language like Kawhi, they need the language. So they get jobs. And also, social, medical, housing, employment, all these things you're further adversely impacted. Because your city council, state reps, and nobody is fighting on your behalf. Because they are just as guilty as the president who signed that order to allow them into the country. Because they're bought into, it's our job to be the vanguard for all oppressed or all at-risk people. Fooey. No, it's not. Nobody's taking care of us. Nobody's taking care of you. You might think about this here. The civil rights movement failed. Civil rights movement failed. Why? It didn't specify who it was for. Language mattered. It didn't say for the Negroes because what? Slavery and Jim Crow said what? Minorities. Everybody on that umbrella. But keep in mind, when that word is first used, who's in the country? Why is the Negro? Other folks will not be here. We're not even here. Even then, it was pushed back from the white elite, white establishment. Even then. And by 1970s, right, that benefit, gone. So what got King murdered, right, has been totally nullified. Because why? We start fighting for ourselves. We start fighting for ourselves. We feel like we got to be the vanguard of everybody. And speaking of that border, again, let me be very clear. I'm not, right, against illegals or immigrants. I don't want neither one of them, legal or otherwise. I believe, right, we need to be investing in our own youth, where they can be, right, the plumbers, electricians, doctors, IT people, whatever. Invest in them. Why? Number one, they won't be sending money back home to another country. Number two, they ain't going nowhere. All right, America's their home. All right? And number three, 
right? Culturally. You know darn well, right? Speaking on lineage, right? We got nothing in common with those people. Let's be honest. We all human beings. That's true. But their lineage different from ours. Culture, culture different. Language different. Food different. Clothes different. Music different. Everything's different. That's why this, this con called multiculturalism was created. To take it out of the ball. Because why? We stopped trying to redress the issue between blacks in this country and the white community. Now we got to take everybody. Everybody. Well, everybody, right, was not hurt by racial laws. We were. We the only group that was hurt by racial laws. Slavery laws. Jim Crow laws. Black Coast laws. Lynching laws. It was laws. These groups have not been hurt by those laws. They're not, you know, adversely impacted by laws, but we were. That's why we have no wealth. That's why we have no institution. There's nothing that we own, right, that caters to our life. Nothing. So, again, when I see folks like Biden allowing 400,000, no, it's 475,000 of them. I'm with a half, I'm with a half million people. The fact that their country might be in disarray, plagued with gangs, whatever, it's not our problem. It's not our problem. The men who stand there, get armed, and go rid the folks who are there causing the chaos. It's not our problem to fix your country. It's not our problem. That's not our problem. But we ain't saying that. We're not saying that. We're not saying that. As a matter of fact, what the news is not just folks from south of the border. You got folks coming from, from Ghana, Nigeria, right? Middle East, from Asia, all over the world. I saw a report where these three guys from Nigeria paid $8,000 a piece to be dropped off in Mexico. Well, tell me now, if you're paying that kind of money, you're not destitute. You're not broke. You're not poor. Let me tell you why. Because why? There's no one saying, right, at the border, you ain't getting up in here. Right now, anybody making that border can get in. I also understand the last two years, over 5 million people have, have crossed that border. And that's just the one they can count. Right? You know it might be more than that. So, again, Biden also had the nerve to sell a group of so-called black leaders, politi- political, political leaders, right? Your folks might as well get used to it and start working with the Hispanic. Numerically, they outnumber you. But what they didn't say to the president, with all the respect, sir, who allowed them in the last 30 years? Who let them in the last 30 years? 40 years? You all did. You did that. When you say America's browning, why? You allowed them to come to the country. You're doing that. You're doing that. So again, now you're going to tell us the group who built the country, created the wealth, that we got to, A, co- you know, coalesce with them? Or we ain't getting nothing? But those spineless politicians didn't have the courage to say that to the president. They just said, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir, boss. Yes, sir. Okay. Let me be clear here, Ados, Omega More Blacks. Nobody comes to America to become allies with us. Nobody comes here, right? To change white supremacy or this or, or this or this paradigm. They don't come for that. They know America is racist. They heard they heard the stories. Right? They know that. They're not they're not concerned about that. That's your problem, black folks. That's your fight. It's not my fight. I'm here for the cheddar. I'm here for the economics. The other stuff, that's your fight. You can't expect folks to be allies where there's nothing that the egg connects you. For example, the only thing the white community, along with all the immigrants of color, know about American born blacks. 
what they see on what? The noontime news, 6 p.m. news, 11 p.m. news, what the mom and dad told them and what the grandparents told them. They know nothing about us. What they know about is what they've been told and shown on TV. Think about it. If you seeing the news, right, be it noon, 6, 11 p.m., it's what? It's the worst of us. Not all of us, but the worst, right? The image, right, is re-enhanced. See, that's them. Always smashing, grabbing, right? Carjacking, etc. And then the mama tell them, the dad talk about talk about us, right? So again, they don't have no clear impression about us. Same with immigrants. All immigrants know about us. What they see on the noontime news, 6 p.m. news, 11 p.m. news, what the mom and dad tell them. Which all what, for the most part, false. So they got no real, 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 real knowledge about us. Nor do they want to. They didn't come in for that. So stop calling these folks allies. And in my humble opinion, if you're going to vote for Biden, if you're a black American, you're foolish. You're foolish. He ain't proposed nothing that's going to benefit us. Nothing's going to address our particular plight. Nothing. And I'll tell you what you're going to have. Get ready for it now. I gave you Juneteenth. What more do you want? It's a national holiday. You got off with pay Juneteenth. Symbolic, baby. It's like MLK birthday. Symbolic. No reason to change hand with symbolism. None change hand. And I'll leave always there clapping, clapping and smiling and grinning over symbolism. Here in Boston, right? People happy because you got a free bus ride. Only 23 to 28. Whip it do. Whip it, whip it, whip it do. You got to be kidding me. Come on now. Everybody gets something tangible, you get a bus ride free. You already broke. Come on. Because why? We have been totally hoodwinked into thinking that symbolism, right, is substance. And it's not. There's no tangible laws aimed at addressing our unique, specific needs. And the shotgun approach in politics is going to do nothing to aid the collective. And keep in mind, neighbor, that Dr. King was murdered for the collective. Not a few blacks to be doing okay, you know, riding around in Lamborghinis, you know, jotting it, jotting it. No, he died for the collective to be uplifted. Not for a few to be, not for the few to benefit. So again, we're going the wrong way. And no one's coming to save us. No one's coming to save or make our life better. But again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. Name of the show, From the Trenches. From the Trenches, baby. Observation from the trenches, from the trenches. As I say, I'm out every day in family's home, getting to see how folks are faring and living. Let me, let me tell you firsthand, as you already know, the vast majority are not doing well. They're just getting by. But we, but we always just got by in America. We're never what I call done very well or what I call comfortable in our country that we built. As long as you... Don't fight for yourself. And the man of New Deal, you pass nothing down to your grandkids or your children. Why? You got no inheritance. You got no wealth. So again, it's time for a change. So you listen to WBC 102.9. Again, the station, WBC 102.9. My name is Larry, Larry Higginbottom. And the name of this program from the trenches, observation from the trenches. I speak about things that I see out here that really are hurting us, that we need to rethink. I speak to my group only, American-born blacks or ADOs, as I identify as Americans and the slaves, because we have gone the wrong way. Another thing I want to touch on, crime, crime. Think about it. 
police can't stop it and judges can't fix it. Anybody listening? The police can't prevent crime. We all know that. They don't, they don't, they don't uh, prevent, uh, you know, they don't, they do not prevent crime and judges can't fix it. So what you got is a flawed system, a, a flawed system. Nothing can be done to stop crime. Why? It starts in the home. These kids you see out there, smashing, grab, carjacking, right, came out of somebody's home. Out of somebody's home. And so, again, it really epitomizes, right, the poor job that those parents did in raising and stealing in their children, right, values, right, ethics, morals, you name it. So, again, you can put all the men in blue you want, but all the kids you want. Because right now, in the last 40 years, it seemed like many folks have become immune to being locked up. You notice that? You give me folks this large amount of time, 40, 50 years, 80 years, 90 years, right? And you got, what, in the background, a whole crop of people still doing wrong. Because why? We need to look inside these homes. If we don't dress the home where most of these folks come out of, these kids come out of, right? If you don't dress these house, right, then to me, you're never going to put a dent in crime. It starts in the house. Everything starts there with the mummies and the daddies. So if they're out of order, if they're not grounded, if they're not focused, right, they have no idea how to raise, nurture, provide for children, the whole thing is skewed. So again, you got cops who don't prevent crime, judges can't fix crime, so you got a flawed system to begin with. And if you understand this here, I did some research. About uh, four or five years ago, at that time, Rachel Rollins was running for DA in Suffolk County on my show. She said it cost $60,000, $60 grand per year, like a person, $60 grand per year. Lock them up. Now think about it. For one person, you give them, what, 10 years, that's $600,000. You give them 20 years, that's $1.2 million that we, the taxpayer, got to pay. Now think about it now. Are we getting 60 grand worth of services? Are they being made better off? Are they being given a different outlook on life for 60 grand? Heck, heck to the no. So we paying over 60 grand per year, lock up for one year. There's one person. Multiply that time, all the folks incarcerated, right? We taxpayer getting screwed. Police can't stop crime. They don't, they, they don't, they, they don't prevent crime. I got many friends who are copies of Larry. When we get this, it's already done. Which way to go? What do they have on? What do it look like? You know anything? Need your help. They don't prevent crime. Judges sit in this black robe, right? He can't fix that. He can't fix that. Matter of fact, he don't make the laws based on the time he's giving folks. DA does that. So you sit there in this black robe, high up there, right? Can't do nothing. So why are we paying for an antiquated system that does not work? Think about that. 60 grand a year per person. What she told me, uh, uh, Richard, Rollins, Richard Rollins, about four or five years ago, he's running, running for DA. It costs to put a person behind bars per year. Are we getting 60 grand worth of services? Answer, heck no. But here's the problem. The public does not know, right, the cost of incarceration. But if they did, looking at the results, you would be appalled. You'd be totally, totally, totally out in the street demanding, right, a do-over. It ain't working. And add insult to injury, when it happened 5, 8, 9, 10, 20 years, right, they don't do nothing with them. They come out no better, right? The thought process ain't no better, right? Decision-making ain't no better. They damn sure ain't got no damn skills, right? I had a friend. 
He said, Larry, when I went into the pen in Massachusetts, the orange line was elevated. When I came out, orange line gone. Think about it. He said, he, he's in shock. The landmine, this landmark, he knew all his life was gone. And he came out no better than what, he, than what he went in. But now he's older, in his 50s and 60s. What's he going to do? I tell you what he's going to do. Get no SSI, Social Security Income. Now think about it. Here, he did wrong, no doubt about it. But while you have him, you did nothing with him. Mind ain't changed, behavior ain't changed, no skills, right? And time done marched on without him, right? Now where they go? They don't go out there to Canton, Sharon or Newton or Wesley, right? No, 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 no. Where they come? Back to the hood with you. Now, what are you going to do with him? What are you going to do with him? Nothing. Nothing. But nice older. She's older, right? Decrepit, all right? Many had, what, mental illness because of being in that, what, in that confined space. Who get hurt again? We do. Because nobody's saying, hey, wait, wait a minute. This thing ain't working. This ain't working. All they can ever show you, right, is the, the wrongdoing these kids are doing out there on the news. That's to increase the police, the, the, you know, to increase the, the you know, police budget, right? They give you more folks in blue, more cases to put them in, more cases to put them in, right? But they do nothing to make sure they come out better than what they went in. That's, that's my rub. Because you, the taxpayer, don't know, right, this, 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 this black hole we're throwing money in, right, under the name of justice, it's garbage, pure garbage. You might get five or ten grand if you're lucky, what you did wrong, but I'm going to drop 60 grand, 60 grand a year on you? Come on now. I'm giving you 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. You got some judge, right? You got 100 years, 150 years. You know, are you kidding me? If he lived that long, could you imagine what, what, what we'd pay? Because why? It's not their money. It's not their money. All under this false notion of justice. Justice said, no, 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 that's no justice for us. So again, it's time for us, right, to demand that, hey, this crap ain't working. It ain't working for us. Just my belief, you come to your own conclusion. Because to me, the proof's in the pudding. You walk down Dudley Station, Mattapan Square, you see them out there. You see, you see these men out there, right, in the street with cups, you know, women out there. You see them out there. They had them all these years and did nothing with them. Nothing with them. And it's what, these in inhumane condition. And now, you and I got to deal with them. We got to pay for them. Just my belief. It's time for a do-over. It's time for a new deal. But as long as black America's not out here, the man as a group, you know, a do-over, we ain't getting nothing. Because now, our legitimate grievance have been totally taken off the board. It's been removed off the board. Off the board. Now we people of color. You know, other at-risk group. Minorities. When you like to be called a person of color, our legitimate grievance, right, get totally what? Removed. Removed. Because why? You people of color. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not with that group. We are not with that group. We have a legitimate grievance against America. What was done then and now. You're liable to call you that, right? Your grievances get totally submerged. That's why you ain't getting nothing. And then you've been bamboozled thing. We got to fight for all people. All people. All people ain't fighting for you. These folks ain't fighting for you. Nobody's fighting for you. Matter of fact, this is what you do. 
If you go there, right, to Congress, look up, right, the Congressional Black Caucus website, look up the Hispanic and the Asian. Look at their mission statement. Look what you see, their mission, their mission statement. The, the Congressional Black Caucus said it's for everybody. Black, you know, gay, everybody. Everybody. Hispanics that you know, they're there for Hispanic only. Nowhere in the mission statement they mention anything about black Americans. Nowhere. All for Hispanic. Asian, same way. They're for Asian, Asian, Asian. So isn't it ironic that these groups stay on task and not disparage none? I'm not against them at all. They're smart. They know what they're fighting for. They stay on task, right? But our so-called leaders, right, they want to save everybody. Everybody. But nobody there to save us. Because why? They come here, right, to stay focused on their people only, and rightfully so. And the same thing here in the State House in Massachusetts, you know. The Hispanic caucus, right, focused on their needs only. Read, read, just read the mission statement. It tells you. It tells you. Why have we become the savior of all oppressed people when we were never made whole? That's the question now. That's the question. Something wrong here. And I contend we've been led by so-called leaders, right, who totally, totally sold us out as a group. There's no fighting them dogs down there. No fighting them. They ain't gonna fight. As long as you keep voting with people who won't fight for you, all right, specifically for you, you're gonna always, always remain a bottom class. That's why I say if you're not trying to a elevate yourself by acquiring high income, you know, sufficient skill, essential skill, you're foolish. Cause the group ain't going. The group ain't going. So if you want to live comfortable in America, you have to be highly skilled. Otherwise, you ain't gonna do well. It is what it is. And now, Black Americans, they don't even need you for cheap labor no more. Mm, you're not needed at all. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's a whole cadre of folks out here with no skill can be a, can't speak a lick of English. They would have hired them than they hire you. It's really just simple as that. It is what it is. Man. It is what it is. Unless they get mad, you know. Nothing in America happens that does not benefit a segment of the white population. I say again, nothing in this country happens that does not benefit a segment of, of, that, of that community. It is what it is. Why? It's their country. It's called like it is. It is what it is. So that being the case, how do I navigate and make sure that I'm going to prosper in the country that we built? You've got to be highly skilled. You must possess essential high-income skills to extract top dollar for your labor. Or you're doomed, baby. You're doomed. You're not needed for, for to cheap labor, be entry-level labor. They, they don't need you for that. They don't need you for that. Nope, 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 nope. They don't need you for that. Again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. Name of the show, From the Trenches, Observation, Observation of the Trenches. Just speaking about what I see out here. We need to have a different worldview, a different world order, because it ain't working. It just ain't working. And again, I'm not into gloom and doom. I'm not in the world's going to end tomorrow. No, no, no. I'm into looking at life the way it is. Being real. Here's what it is. And if that's the case, right, what must I do to start to navigate a different path where I can be successful with me and my family, with my kids. What must I do? So I believe that we've been sold, right, a bad bill of good by our own people, by our own leaders. Ain't working. So again, I'm just speaking my mind. Today, wisdom is speaking my mind what's on my mind. 
what's on my mind. So again, you may or may not may not may or may not agree. That's okay. That's okay. I'm gonna take a break. I'll be right back. Again, you listen to W B C A one two point nine. Again, W B C A one two one two point nine. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. The name of my program is called From the Trenches, Off the Base from the Trenches, Off the Base from the Trenches. What I've been seeing for the last two decades out here. It ain't working for us. I'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. I shall return. People won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is killing people. It's a powerful opioid, often made illegally and commonly mixed with illicit drugs. It can even be pressed into counterfeit pills that resemble prescription medications. Just two milligrams, about the size of a few grains of sand, can potentially be lethal. This isn't an ad to scare you, but it is an ad to make you think twice. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. If you are struggling to afford internet service for your household, there is a new government program that may be able to help. It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program, and it provides up to a $30 monthly discount to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov ACP or call toll free at 877-384-2575. That's 877-384-2575. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. 이거는 내 버스탄 억양이에요. You hear that? This is my Boston accent. This is my Boston accent. Yeah, it is. Shh. This is my Boston accent. This is our Boston accent. Hear it for yourself. Discover your own. This is Boston, and we are all inclusive. I'm back again. I'm your host, Larry, Larry Higginbottom. Name of the show. I'm the trenches, baby. I'm the basement trenches. I'm the trenches. You listen to WBCA 102.9. Again, WBCA 102.9 FM here in Boston. And my topic today, I'm just speaking my mind. Just speak what's on my mind Wednesday. Just sharing some thoughts, things I'm seeing out here, observation. Something you think about. Again, you may agree, you may not. That's okay. That's okay. But we need to look at life through a different lens because the lens that we've been given the last 50 years not working for us. The group is not faring well. All the research and data shows that. Again, let me say, I'm not against no group. I have no extra grind against no group. I don't disparage no group. 
I focus on my group because why? We've been in 40 years, 40 plus years, and now we are a permanent undergrad, under, underclass for the most part. We're on the bottom. And so again, somebody needs to speak to my group, to us. Hey, we're going the wrong way, people. We're going the wrong way. Another thing I would also put out here, every day I'm in folks' home working with kids, you know, and parents, you know, we do uh, uh, holistic uh, family intervention with home with, 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 with family. I get to see our kids, right, do the homework. And, you know, they talk about, you know, the high school kids behind. You got kids in the first, second, third grade already off grade who are already behind. And this year I'm talking to the mayor Wu and also the superintendent school. If you don't have a method of how to get these kids caught up, right, they're going to all be behind. When I got out of grad school in 98, I got my math from Simmons, I worked at Brighton High School. I got to see this, this process up close. Most of all those ninth graders came into that high school already two or three grades behind. They're already behind. And so there's no uh, comprehensible strategy. How do you get these kids caught up? Number one, all right? Have a kid sitting in the class with an Edward, Edward one book. He can't, he can't do time tape. He can't do nine times nine. It's ridiculous. And I see these young kids that I work with in these folks' home. And the parent, you can be your own evaluator. Have your kid read to you. They come here, son. Homework, re read it for me. You can see exactly what your child is if you sit there and see if he or she can read and comprehend what they're reading. You can see what they are for math. You can see what they are, okay? You can see what they are. You don't need to wait until it's time, right, for, you know, a progress report, for progress report. You don't need to wait for that. You got to take time, sit down with your kid to see what they are. And the reason being, parents, nobody gives a refund for a kid who didn't learn nothing. I want to I say it again. You get no refund for a kid who come in at 730, didn't know nothing, leave at 145, didn't know nothing. You get no refund. So you got to be the advocate for your child to make sure he or she is getting their needs met. You got to spend time at the table with your kid to see what he or she does or don't know. Cut that TV, TV off, Xbox off, all, all them computer games off. You got to spend time with your child with their homework. And you can't say, I'm a single parent. Well, you knew that. You wouldn't marry. You knew you knew wouldn't marry. You knew that. Ain't no excuse now. He here. You can't say, I got to work. Well, you knew that. You wouldn't marry. No husband. You knew that. But your kid dangled in the wind if you don't do anything to make sure he or she acquires skills to possess or acquire essential skills as they get older. Here's what it is now. And the research knows, this is the research. America is a very well-resourced country. I read a research uh, some time ago said, they know for black American males that by age 30, at least 7 out of 10 would have, would have been incarcerated. That's right. 7 out of 10, that's 70%. How do they know why? The four pillars of a kid development, in my humble opinion, are the home. What goes on in the house? What is parents doing in the house? Number two, his peers. What kind of peers is he hanging with? Number three, the environment he lives in, his community. Number four, the school. If those four things are not in alignment, right, 
there's a good chance your child is not going to a farewell. So the white elites know, right, the kind of schools your kids in suck. Home, right, subpar. Community, high risk, right, toxic, all right? School, mm. So they know that a good chance, right, your kid being able to really thrive and prosper out here is minimal at best. So in a way, your kid's being set up right to what? Have a life of what? Vice and crime. Got to do something. Men, by nature, are providers. They're going to do something, either legally or illegal, to bring money in. So again, they know your skills are not there. Because why? The parents who conceived these kids 10 or 15 years earlier were sitting in that very same school that your kid's in today. It didn't do nothing for you. When you sit there, it ain't doing nothing for your kid. So again, if you don't take a different outlook, if you don't be, right, the vanguard for your child, he or she ain't gonna do well. That's fact. So they know, based on research, so-called high school dropout, and I say, forget that, I would also add, most of the kids I saw, right, then and now, even those who are in high school are two and three grades behind. Even if they graduate, they're behind. So add that to the, to the dropout, they know that 7 out of 10 black males or black 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 youth, black males, based on black males, will be incarcerated by age 30. Think about it. By age 30. America is one of the, one of the best research countries in the world. In the world. When they start throwing out stats, they know, right, what's going to happen to most of y'all. So as a parent, if you, don't, if you want a different result, you must do something different to, to, to prepare your children, have a different outcome. Because the school that your kids are in, we're always urban school, everybody know they're subpar. Not add the fact all these illegal kids, all these illegal kids there who can't speak English, many ain't been in no blind, in no blind school, right? Not add them in the mix. They're there. Same as your kid. Come on now. But who's fighting for you? Nobody. Nobody's fighting for you. And I would say this here, to Mayor Wu and also superintendent school. The minimum that Boston Public School should be able to say for these kids when they come out of school, they'll be able to get what I call meaningful employment, if nothing else. Meaningful employment. And all meet at McDonald's or Burger King, meaningful employment. I would have a uh, apprentice program or ministry program with, with, with companies, be it construction, IT, whatever, where these kids can start in the ninth grade, right, learning viable, right, good skills. The minimum that you should, you should get out of these urban schools that these kids should at least be employable doing something. I don't mean flipping burgers or, you know, frying chicken either. Because right now, everybody and their mama know these urban schools, mm, you know, let's put it, they, they, they say they're uh, failing or they're high risk or whatever. But the truth of the matter is, right, they're just, they're just not performing. They're, just, they're not doing well. And it starts there in the home. Everything starts in the home. It starts with who conceived those children, the type of lifestyle they've been exposed to, how they've been nurtured, how they've been encouraged, supported, loved, and disciplined, healthy. All those things goes into developing a child's psyche. And if a lot of our children in the hood, it ain't there. It just ain't there. It is what it is. It just ain't there. 
So until we change our focus and start to, to really have parents to do a better job of paying these kids, you know, or they model for these kids in the house, you ain't stopping no crime. You ain't stopping no crime. Mm-mm, you, ain't stopping it. you ain't stopping this horse. Too late for that now. The horse is out the barn. Like I said before, police don't prevent crime and the judges can't fix crime. What a system. What a system. But all they can give you is more folks in blue and more cages. They won't share the wealth with you. They won't share. But make sure you got to get, get, get these city contracts, state contracts, federal contracts, private contracts. We can hire you people, hire yourself. Won't do that there. But you can have all the folks in blue uniform you want. Because why? We want to protect you. But we won't share the wealth with you. Won't do that. Mm-mm. Won't do that. And our politicians are not fighting to make sure that we get that we get our share of the wealth through city contracts, state and federal contracts, private contracts, the trade, high income position. They ain't, they, no, they ain't fighting for you. They ain't fighting for that. You know, they fighting for gay rights, transgender rights. You know what I mean? Illegal immigrants. They fight for everything, but it's going to make your life or increase your quality of life. Think about that. They fight for everything that's going to, A, not lend itself to increasing your quality of life. Mm-mm-mm. Many, many of you keep, voting, you keep voting for them. But what does it say about you? What does it say about you? Anyway, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. Listen to WBCA 102.9 FM. Name my program is from the trenches, observation from the trenches, observation from the trenches. Again, I'm the founder of Osiris Group, where I mental health clinic here in Boston the last two decades, providing mental health services in folks' homes. We get to see firsthand how our people are faring, how they're doing. And you already know that many are not faring well, but we never did. We never did as a collective group. So today I'm just speaking my mind, what's on my mind, what's on my mind. You might agree, you might not agree. That's okay. That's okay. But one thing I can say, what's currently floating around as the agenda for us is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Let me also speak on, on, on President Trump to my group, Black America. It's not your duty to make sure Trump does not become the president. What I recommend we do, okay, President Trump, President Trump, you said in 2016, what do we have to lose? He's right about that. What do you have to lose? Because why? Your schools, uh, subpar. Communities, right, uh, subpar. A lot of homes folks live in, no resources, no wealth, uh. Well, we should have said, President Trump, what's your agenda for black America? Not for black people, that's the race, but for black America, the group that built the country. What's your agenda? And I recommend we should say to all of you, these Republicans, all of them, here's what we need and want if you want our vote. We should have loyalty to nobody. Be it Democrat, Republican, no, we ain't loyal to nobody. We're loyal to ourselves based on policy. Policy, period. If you can't deliver that policy right, we ain't voting. And I would recommend, right, you know, to think about voting down ballot. What do I mean by that? We're going to show up. We're going to show up to the poll to vote. But we're going to write in there. When I go into the poll in 2016, I wrote in there in 2020, ADOS. A-D-O-S. ADOS. Let them know I was here. I went, I went to the poll. 
because you had nothing for me and my group, I did not vote top of the ticket. No, I did not. And and if they don't offer nothing for black Americans and, and for 24, it's going to be the same thing. I'm going to show up, but I'm voting down ballot. I'm not voting for top of the ticket. I refuse to vote for any any politician who is not, not who's not offering anything specifically aimed at us. It is what it is. Because why? Nothing from nothing leaves nothing, people. We got no wealth in this country. We own no resources. We control nothing. So when you're a bottom cast, right, you know, why are you putting folks in office who are going to do squat for you? Illegal get more than you right now. Right now. They're spending billions of billions, billions, billions. They can't even vote. Can't speak English. Housing them, feeding them, closing them, letting them work. I also heard in one city, they're allowed them, right, to be what? Police officers. Illegals. Illegals. Come on now. But nobody is saying anything against them. Not even the NAACP. They're supposed to be the vanguard for what? The black people. Huh. They're about as useful as what? The Congressional Black Caucus. Nothing. So again, as I see it, right, we're on our own. We're on our own. These final minutes here, I just wanted to let you know, no one's coming to save us, people. Nobody's coming to save us. We've got to save ourselves. And you first save ourselves by coming to realize the condition that we're in, looking through real lenses, not what we hope it would be, want it be, wish it would be. Here is life as it is. What must I do to change this here reality? I must fight for myself. I must demand a new deal for me and my group. If I want to leave anything to my children as an inheritance, I must demand a new deal whereby I can leave something to them besides gloom and doom. Gloom and doom. Because nobody, nobody, nobody comes here to become allies with us black and brown. It's the biggest lie going Black and brown, black and brown coalition. Huh? Please. I don't, I don't disparage that group. They're fighting for them and their people. Rightfully so. They're fighting for them and theirs. Who's fighting for you? And many of you are not fighting for yourself. That's the ironic part. You're not fighting for yourself. So that being the case, right, you don't get nothing because you ain't saying nothing. If you ain't saying nothing, right, if you ain't making no noise, why should I worry about you? I shouldn't, because you ain't doing nothing. Here's what it is. Again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. Name of the show from the trenches, observation of the trenches, observation of the trenches. <laughs> Listen to WBC 102.9 FM. I'm here every Wednesday from 6 o'clock, from 6 to 7. Just putting down what I see. I got no extra grind against nobody. I'm not against anybody, any group. But I will say it was not working. It ain't working for us. And so, if you think it is, you know, mm, shame on you. I'm out here with the people. And the, and the group as a whole is not faring well. They're not doing well at all. And many of you know that. Because why are you living that life? You know you're just getting by from check to check. Any unexpected deal, right? And you go into what a tail tizzy. Come on now. But it's been that way for 400 years. So we don't start to demand a do of a new deal, aim at us only, we're done. And for most of our group, right, 
They're wealthless. They're broke. They're working, though. Got no wealth. Why? They had no inheritance. They had no inheritance when they started life. So again, how are you going to do well in a society found in capitalism with no wealth? Not well. So again, I hope you've enjoyed my conversation. Again, I'm not here to offend anybody or to cross anybody. It is what it is what it is. It just is what it is, you know. And so, you know, I'm here every Wednesday at 6 o'clock. Hope you join me, you know. Here I got to say. And for the most part, you know, if you agree, that's okay. If you don't, that's okay. But one thing you must, you must, must agree on, this is not working. Never was, never will. And so, I'm going to see you Wednesday. Hope you're well and doing well. Hope you and your family are doing well. But understand now, in America, you need essential high-income skills to do well, to do better. If you don't, if you don't possess it, right, you're not going to do well. So again, it's up to you. Because no one's going to make life better for you. No one's going to make life better for you and your family but you. So if you don't understand that simple fact, same on you. Same on you. So as I sign off, again, I'm Larry Higginbottom. You've been listening to WBCA 102.9 FM from the trenches of my show. So until next Wednesday, God bless you and take care. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass., 02119 Attention WBCALP 102.9 FM If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617-708-3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org